Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. For multiple bonus shows per week and access to our full podcast archive featuring in-depth interviews, movie commentaries, and live shows, please check out the Steel Wars Patreon podcast feed. The content club level is just $3 a month and is chock full of Star Wars fun and really helps the ongoing production of the show. All the bonus shows download into your podcast app like any other show. Give a month a try at patreon.com forward slash Wars. Link is in this episode's show notes. And if you do, hit us up for a question for the weekly Patreon Q&A. And now, on with the show. I really hope you enjoy it. Hey guys, welcome to Steel Wars. I'm comedian Steel Saunders and I do love Star Wars. And welcome to day three, Saturday, at Star Wars Celebration, the Steel Wars blog pod. You will be following me around at uh, whatever I do, whoever I bump into, I will grab the mic and have a chat. And uh, today is an exciting day for uh, Steel Wars, the podcast, because our live podcast is tonight. And uh, I cannot wait at the Motoro City Brewing Brewery Company. So uh, I've got a live podcast, all sold out. Got some amazing special guests, some good surprises, and uh, I'm very excited. So we're going to hit the floor. It's about uh, 12:30 now. A bit late. Oh, hey Dan! I'm here. Hey. Dan Grievous has just hey. popped up. Hello there. How you doing? What country are you from, Dan? Bulgaria. Bulgaria. One of the one of the best Garias. Thank you. <laughs> uh, what's been going on? What, what, what are you doing? What, was, are, what are you seeing today? I was all the way downtown, and I went uh, walking to Willis Tower, sightseeing. Love the city so far. Ah, oh, so you've done some non non Star Wars stuff. Yes. Trader. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You're getting heckled by a stormtrooper. Yeah, Who's yeah. the proper person? You're in character saying traitor. I, I appreciate that. Have a good day, you guys. Love the Biker Scout, by the way. Biker Scout's the best stormtrooper, by the way. Oh, yes. I do love the, a good traitor here and there. It's nice. Uh, what's your uh, highlight been so far, buddy? Um, it has to be the traitor and the panel for episode 9 and meeting uh, Vanessa Marshall and James Hunter. Nice. Where are you going now? Over there? Yep. Over there. Okay. There? No, I'm going to go hit the floor and uh, try to get my bearings. I spent all morning having to upload stuff to Australia, so um, I'm going to... I'm going to try to uh, I'm going to try to enter the uh, Jedi Fallen Order uh, panel and see what happens there. Okay, well, you, you can be my on-the-site reporter. You find okay. out what's going on with this video game. Will do. Come find me later on. Of course. And then we'll, we'll, we'll get a live report. Understood, sir. <laughs> Is that how I am? <laughs> All right. Cheers, man. Dan Grievous. Just uh, Dan's like one of these guys that 
we see at every celebration. And uh, it's, it's like that's one of my favourite parts of these friendships that uh, we make at a convention and then two years later it's like, hey, and it's just like old times. And in the middle there's like 8,000 tweets. So, uh, yeah, I uh, very much enjoy that part of Star Wars Celebration. So we're just walking down to the convention centre. It is a mildly brisk Chicago Saturday afternoon. Just a hoodie today, but... Oh my god, that Windy City thing. Get over it. We get it. It's windy. But uh, let's hit the floor and we'll see who we find and uh, what's going on. We'll just pinball around. Very exciting. Alrighty, guys. I've just bumped into Christian Harloff from Collider. And listen, buddy. This is a golden era for you. What's up? Golden era for you. It's, it's Harloff Demption. You called the Emperor. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and many didn't believe. They all yelled at me still. They thought dude, I was a crazy person. Dude, I thought you were a crazy person. <laughs> so I'm here for the Harloff Demption. Oh, thank you. What did you think of the laugh? The laugh? I, I turned into Frank the Tank from old school because when it happened, <laughs> I did the, the double pump. Like, I, like it wasn't so much of a t- I told you so. It's just like, will you please stop yelling at me on the internet, please? I, I, I'm a pr- I can guess these things sometimes. Sometimes. If you were Frank the Tank, you would have been, um, bring your blue lightning. <laughs> yeah, right, right, right. But it was, no, man, it was cool. I like to hear it at the end. It just also shows and there's going to be a big part. But it all, if you think about it, though, too, because people said to me, you had inside information. I said, I didn't. If you look at it, it really, it's, it's a simple prediction when you think about what they've set up. And the first is they, it seems like maybe learn from their mistakes because they kill off Maul in episode one. Mm-hmm. And then they got to build up a brand new villain in Dooku who didn't really get to the heights they wanted him to. And then they killed him off so fast in three. They kill off Snoke in eight. And it's like, well, who's the big bad? Just Kylo? They're going to introduce somebody new? But you tie it all back. And now episode three, Plagueis taught Palpatine how to cheat death. Makes sense. And don't be surprised if Palpatine is now involved with whether it's the creation of Rey or something along those lines. He's going he's gonna to be... There's going to be a lot to do with him. Mm, all right. You had me... like Because the Emperor, I'm like coming to terms with. Yeah. I'm just like... Because I, I think I didn't... Because like, you believe what you want to happen. Yeah. Of do you know what I mean? Right. So it's like... But when you like when you go through that, I'm, I'm, I'm higher on it. When when it's like the creation of Ray, I'm just like a little bit less. But we don't Correct. know. Correct. Because we don't know. We yeah. also... That's, that's me thinking that's how they're going to do it, where I trust in the writers to maybe convince you to go well actually you know what i wasn't on board with that at first but because of the way they explained it because in the canon books palpatine was he was looking in, in comics and stuff too he was on jakku he was looking for sith relics he was doing all this on jakku so yeah, it would make sense. that's that, that that secret base on jakku right yeah that's a that's a good little hmm yeah and, and hmm. the other thing that he was doing is that he was going out into the unknown regions very much so now whether or not that's where he found snoke or whether or not that that's where he found more relics and more things it, it makes sense to bring him back it just does hmm very exciting very exciting but um you say if you don't win you're over straight away no, no, you just, like, decide it's wrong, and you just scream about it for, like, two years. <laughs> that's, that, seems, that seems to be the norm, yeah. But uh, what was your highlight of the trailer? 
I mean, I, I'd be, I have to, I have to say the emperor, right? I mean, I, but I, I also really hey, dug my, I, my favorite bit of Star Wars is being right. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> no, I really dig. I, I dug the beginning of of the trailer to where it, you hear that heavy breathing from Ray, but she's so now in tune with the force that the calm and yes. the peace takes over her, and then she does that flip to where it looks like maybe it's training or whatever it might be, right? And I thought it was a great way to start it. It was great to see Lando back in the cockpit of the Millennium Falcon. Yeah. The, um, that scene with the TIE fighter coming towards her is, has the potential to be up there for me with the Sarlacc pit. Because I like a confident Jedi. Like, you like what? I'm sorry. A confident Jedi. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, you know, like Luke was sort of like, you know, this little farm boy yep. that you could relate to. And then he got back to Tatooine. It's like, hey. I've got this. That's a good call. Like there was, there was at no point did you ever feel like he wasn't, he didn't have it on, under control in Jedi. Yeah. Even when he went down with the uh, with the Rancor, you knew he had it. One yeah, way or another. and then to see Ray like a couple years later, a similar situation, and she's like, this Tie Fighter's racing towards her, and she seems to know exactly what to do, whether she's looking at it or not, and I. I like that confidence. Yeah, me too. I like it too because it also, she said it inside of the panel that we don't know how many years it's been. It's going to be a significant amount and I hope it is. I hope it's like three or four years because that'll give her enough time to even be more in tune. It's another reason why I think Palpatine's involved with her because I think that that whole silly thing that came about was like, oh, she's a Mary Sue. They haven't explained why. I think that JJ's going to explain why she is as powerful as she is and whether or not it's she's cloned from Luke's hand or whatever it might be. Uh, we're going to get some kind of explanation of why she was given to those filthy junk traders. Mm. Now uh, tonight you got the schmodown. down. Yes. So for our for our Star Wars uh, thing tonight, we have Alex Damon defending the title against someone who won the Fatal Five Way inside of Star Wars Celebration uh, yesterday. Very cool. And uh, where are you off to now? I'm going to go see the uh, Fallen Order paddle. I want to check out because it's the first time. I, I, Battlefront was okay. Battlefront 2 was better because it had story. But I'm really looking forward to this game, and I want to learn more about it. Because apparently there's going to be some really big actors that are doing some of the voices, and I want to learn more about it. Excellent. Well, congratulations. <laughs> and I... This is what I don't get. It's like if someone's got like a theory and it's just like a harmless... Like, why... Why do you yell at them? Yeah. I'm trying, even, if, even if I was 100% wrong. You yeah, know, it's just like because the movie would come out and be like, "See, idiot, he wasn't in it." <laughs> Guarantee I would have gotten that. But to be fair, even those people who were yelling at me told me that, like, "Oh, you got it, you got it." But I'll say something again, and people will think I'm nuts, and uh, I'll get it again probably next week. Well, I look forward to uh, tomorrow's Jedi Council where you're like, "Hey, <laughs> hey, you know, I, I'm not even. I shouldn't even say anything this time because I did at the Fatal Five way. I, I turned to Ken and I said, "Hey, Ken, did, uh, I don't know if you heard this, but Palpatine's in this film." I got, and I, <laughs> It got, it got it got a big laugh. So well, I am I am I had to find you just to, to give you your Harloff redemption. Thank you, my friend. And uh, I doubted, and I'm not going to say I'm ever going to doubt you again. Oh, everybody will. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> and they should. <laughs> but I respect your right to be doubted. Thank you, sir. And I respect your right as a person. I love you. <laughs> Thanks, Cheers, thank Christian. You. Thanks, Steel. All right, brother. All right, you guys. It's about quarter past two. And this is one of my favorite things about Star Wars Celebration. The internet comes alive. Twitter accounts come up to you. Oh, we're taking a photo. <laughs> and I just went in instantly into my Japanese photo stance, which is putting up the peace sign. I went, to, I went to Japan like eight years ago, and I've never not... Like, every time I see a photo now, I do... Because I just got obsessed with doing the little peace sign for every photo. But um, Twitter accounts have come to life. Everyone introduce themselves. Okay. My name's uh, Lauren, uh, at Loro Knows on Twitter. Um, I am Sarah Haas. I am at SEH221 on Twitter. 
I am Katie Hearson. I am at Penguin Katie on Twitter, Katie with a Y. And I'm Jack Washburn, uh, J-A-C-Q Washburn. Look for me on Twitter and YouTube. And you guys are from the last fan group, which sounds a bit ominous. No That's more fan it. groups. That's it. Yeah. That's that is all you need. need. It's like the Skywalker saga is about to end and so are fan groups. Yes. You guys have called it a day. And we are here for it. But here describe here. my face when you came up to me and, and, and my... So, <laughs> so I will have to say this. Sarah and I have been like on missions to meet our like people we follow on Twitter and you were definitely there. So when we were walking here, I think Sarah was the one that were you the one that spotted him, I think? I think so. Yeah. yeah. I, so, I, saw, I don't remember yeah. five minutes ago. Yeah, like yeah. dead stops. Yeah. yeah. Like, wait, Where we were going doesn't yeah. matter. They're still. So I had to stop. I had to say hi to you. It's like there's a podcaster in the wild. <laughs> yeah. A, a free range podcaster <laughs> right. just roaming. So obviously I've been a huge fan. We're all huge fans of yours. So we definitely. I'm a fan of you guys. Oh, well, thank you. Yeah. Thank you. We love all your stuff you do. You know, we try to put it on the page. And, uh, you know, positivity and all that. Yeah, it was so like when you said who you were, and I, it took me a second. And then, because what I do, which I was explaining to these guys just then, is <laughs> I expect everyone to look exactly like their avatar, <laughs> like whatever that day is, or that like. And so I was just like, ah! <laughs> put it all together. Right? Okay, so how long have you guys have you guys been here since Wednesday? Yes. Yeah, we uh, we all got in Wednesday. Sarah's from Chicago, so oh, that's cheating, Sarah. <laughs> See, this is what I think. If, if you live so here, if you live here, the day before, you should have to like fly like two hours away <laughs> and then drive back. Just that's the you know how people like want to have that that camp out experience that you should have. You're not getting the full celebration experience. I mean, it takes me an hour on the bus. I live on the other side of town, so <laughs> you know I do have a commute to get here. Well, there's a guy from Perth, and he tra- He spent 31 hours on a plane, okay? Oh, wow. hey. uh, yeah, all right. <laughs> so you can shove your hour in the bus. <laughs> it's fair, it's fair. Acting like you're some sort of Chicago Sandra Bullock on a bus. I don't know what's going on. Um, all right, so what, what's your highlights been so far? Oh, wow. Um, we were at the nine panel with the overflow. Mm-hmm. At the Twin Sun stage, that was just amazing. Just being with a bunch of fellow nerds, fans of Star Wars, and that just energy. geeking out over that trailer. Yeah. It was and that amazing. Was so good. And what yeah. was the vibe like in the overflow room? It it was good. I mean, people yeah. were excited, clapping, yeah. cheering. Yeah. I mean, we it, it was really good energy. And gasping, just like as if we were in there. I, I, yeah. 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 yeah, yeah, It was amazing. It was nice. Really amazing. And what and what's like. What's your trail? Go through the trail highlights. Oh, what, what's, your, what's your like? I mean, just the ray jumping over a silencer. Do I need more? That's like, when our minds started to I explode. just yes. yeah, you and were done there. Yeah, Leia's theme, and that's when I lost it. Yeah, I cried yes. the rest of the way through that first. I mean, play. Kylo charging people. That was. I yeah. mean, yeah. Here's yeah. Sarah Kiki thoughts. And, no, um, Harry and Leia, or Harry <laughs> and Ray and Daisy. Just to see it, I was just like, what is going on? Oh my God. What is going on? This is the title. Oh my God. It's an R action word. What I've been asking for. So like, I was really excited about that. Seeing the Death Star in the background yeah. and then people like lost their minds yeah. when the trailer ended, stage was dark. And then red lights. Eat. Oh, God, yeah. I mean, come on. That's, 
Mic drop. The ominous laugh. That was just... Yeah. JJ, you, you little. <laughs> <laughs> Sneaky man, that man. But that, that, like, when it freeze-framed on the backflip... I was like, oh, oh that's enough. That's yeah. Like, oh, I was done. That could like, satisfy sold, me. Sold. That could satisfy me. Like, because here's the deal. Here's my theory that I'm working on. That um, this is a steel, not a theory. This is just... Steel thoughts? Yeah, this is just steel <laughs> thoughts. I like it. My favorite scene in all of Star Wars is the Sarlacc pit. Okay. Right. Because it's sort of like, you know, Luke Skywalker, you've grown up with him. He was like this naive little kid. And now he's come back and he's the ass-kicking Jedi. He's back in his hometown. He's taken names. And I sort of see Ray in that same position in that, in that she's sort of struggled the whole time. And then this TIE fighter's coming to her years later. And she doesn't, like, the bit I love about it is she knows exactly what to do. Like, she, whether she's looking at the TIE fighter or away, she knows exactly when to run. Yep. And it's just like, yeah. So I, I am hoping that that's going to be my Sarlacc pit scene for the sequel <laughs> yeah, trilogy and yeah, it's, in, it's, it's in the third it's it's you know it's, yeah. it's it's very similar hey it's all connected it's poetry yeah yeah this is Steel Wars ring theory we're talking about now <laughs> I this love it the Steel Goosebump ring theory <laughs> we're here for it we're here for it yeah alright so what are you looking forward to for the rest of the con rest of the con well today we've got a photo op with Hayden a little bit later with Hayden Christensen and we are excited yes. <laughs> so there's that are you guys all doing it together yes, yes. We are. group yeah. obviously yeah we are all four of us okay well, I, I, I have to catch up with you afterwards yes please <laughs> reactions yes okay yeah. okay that's Just, fair tomorrow we all got into the uh, Mandalorian yes. main stage so I'm very excited that. for that yeah. yeah yeah that is like we just all we've seen is one photo. The only one. And, oh, there's, there's, like, do you know what I mean? It's like, what does a Star Wars TV show look like? What does it taste like? Yeah. 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 <laughs> but um, they're excited. What about you? What's your, uh, what are you holding out for? Um, you know, I've seen everyone I want to see. I mean, I would love to meet Daisy Ridley. I mean, I'm just praying she comes out on the floor. Like, my girls absolutely love her. I'm a mom. I've got a nine-year-old and a four-year-old at home. And they're like, Mom, we want to see you meet Daisy and Ahsoka and Princess Leia. I'm like, oh, Carrie's not here. But, yeah, that would be, that would blow, I blow my mind. Yeah. 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 Put me in a box, send me home. <laughs> <laughs> wow. I did get to interview her yesterday. Oh, wow. No. And I don't want to spoil anything, but we did Spoily. discuss Raylo. This is important to me. <laughs> I need to know all about the Bendemption, all about the Raylo. We, we did talk about Bendemption as well. I'm, I'm, I'm big on the Bendemption. <laughs> I, yeah, I, yeah I'll, I'll wait till it comes out. But uh, I'm looking forward to yeah. it. She does speak to Raylo. She does speak to Raylo. Wow. I, I think she thought when... Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quinn's. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. I said Ben Demption, um, 
because she said, oh, maybe Ben will get redeemed. And I go, Ben Demption. And she, like, thought I just made that up on the spot. And I went, oh, no, 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 no. Imagine that in the, in, the, in the interview, if I claim to make that up, like, yeah. oh, my God, Star Wars Twitter would just be like... You would have to go off of it, for wow, sure. Yeah, blocked yeah, yeah. and reported. <laughs> Pretty much. But uh, it's so nice to bump into all you guys. Thank you. It's, yeah, um, it's, too, yeah, too. And, um, yeah, thanks for all the support and, yeah. um, and, and the good vibes in Star Wars. I really appreciate it. Thank you. Cheers. 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 All right, you guys, it's now about 2.25, and I just bumped into Cody from Sacramento, and he was just at the Rebels Remembered panel. Did everyone there remember the Rebels? <laughs> yeah, they were all remembered, and there were a lot of cheers for very, for very specific callbacks during the show, and they uh, showed a sort of like a super cut of different moments of Ezra, and the person next to me was crying by the end of it, so there were Aww. a lot of hardcore Rebels fans there. And uh, who was, like, on the panel? What... Uh what, what rebels were there to remember? Uh, so Vanessa Marshall, Tia Sakar, Taylor Gray. Um, how many about, was that? What about Freddie Prince? No. No Freddie Prince. They, they, they left a chair open and said that one's for Freddie. Oh, <laughs> he was on my plane when I uh, flew out. So I don't know what he's doing, that, that guy, what he's up to. But um, And is there any sort of like... Uh, like concept footage or what, like any little sort of exclusive things that went on there? There were a lot of sketches. Dave Filoni was also there, and they showed a lot of his storyboards that he drew for specific episodes. He said for um, one of the Temple episodes, he had a very specific vision, and it was hard to explain, and so he had everything drew, drawn out. And then for uh, between World Between Worlds, he had this huge whiteboard where he wrote out what the whole concept for the show and everything like that. Ah, cool, cool, cool. And, and they stayed true to their promise of... Not announcing any new cartoons. Yeah, no, no new shows or anything like that. He said that they could, you could ask pretty much anything since the show was over, but there was no really discussion about future stuff. A couple of people asked, "Where's Ezra?" and that was. What did he What did he say? Nothing. He said that's the one one question he's not going to answer. He, he, Dave said he likes reading people's fan theories. Uh, Taylor Gray said that he likes fan theories too, and he, he's read so many of them that he's kind of confused about it now. <laughs> So you've got the Where's Ezra t-shirt. Did you make that yourself? Or? It was a tea public thing, and I commented on one of the Facebook groups. Oh, yeah, I got the shirt. It wasn't my design. And then the person who put, uh, designed it said that he made it for the um, for a photo shoot with Taylor Gray. Oh, okay, cool, cool, cool. Uh, and what are you looking forward to for the rest of the con? Uh, you know, I think I just want to meet more fans and artists, and I think that the kind of fan side of it is probably my favorite part so far. Yeah, 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 totally. Awesome. Well, uh, thanks for the report, my new field reporter, Cody. I, I, I very much appreciate that. And, uh, yeah, enjoy the rest of the con. Yeah, thanks. Appreciate it. Love your show. Cheers. Thanks. All right, you guys, it is about 20 to 3, and I'm thrilled to bump into someone that I've wanted to meet for a long time from TheForce.net. It's Dustin. How you doing, man? Hey, how's it going? I'm going real good. And one of the reasons I wanted to meet you, because of your skateboarding background... Yes, we both share that passion, apparently. You're... you're I always can be guaranteed that when I come out with a new sticker or T-shirt that's skateboard-related, that at least one person's going to get the reference. Yes, it's usually me. Yeah, I get them right off the bat. So, yeah, it's, it's, it's a nice mix of Star Wars and skateboarding, and uh, I'm a fan. Because uh, sometimes people like, buy the, like, the Yovnubs T-shirt, and I, I sort of go, oh, do you, like, are you into like, skateboarding? They're like, no, nah, why, why yeah. would you ask that? And I just like Ewoks, and I'm like, well, that's fine. But when someone... Like is like gets both references. I'm like, 
oh, you're, you're truly my people. <laughs> yeah, totally. I agree. Uh, so what, what have you been up to at, uh, at Celebration? Um, we've been just been um, running a booth upstairs on the floor. We're at uh, 4232. Uh, we've had guests stopping by, doing a little uh, recording on the side, um, handing out swag, um, covering some panels. We uh, Steve did his uh, Lego animation panel today, and we're just getting ready to step onto the podcast stage here with the Forcecast. Nice. And, you know, you're, you're, you're a big collectible guy, yeah? Uh, a little bit, yeah. Yeah, I'd still dabble in collecting. What, what, are, you, what are you hitting up? What are you hitting um, up? I'm hooked on the Funko Pops now, right now. So oh, I no, got, yeah, I no. Got I got sucked in. That is, that is the black tar heroine of Star it's Wars collecting. black hole, yeah, totally. <laughs> yeah. So, theforce.net, 20 years. You've got the badge. Misa here for 20 years. I remember checking out this thing when it was like, like when it was like Texas AMM or something like that. Yes, that's where it started. And it was so old school that the banner was sort of like photoshopped with images together. And I remember when that loaded on my computer, and maybe it took five minutes to load, but just being so impressed with that. Ba- I was like, how do they make those images join together? This is the 90s, guys. It was, it was a different time. But how long have you been involved with it? Uh, I've been, been involved with uh, the Force.net probably since around 2002 or 2003. Uh, I started doing uh, collecting coverage for them and then just pretty much moved in and took over as people left. So, And uh, like what's... How have you like seen like the like what's the biggest change in fandom since you've been covering it? Oh, the biggest change in fandom I would say is there's there's um, the internet has grown. Um, you've got more outlets for people to express themselves, more ways for people to express themselves. Social media, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. Everybody and anybody can do what we were doing 20 years ago on our website. So it's there's. It's it's just it's grown overall over the past twenty years, and it's now more inclusive, I think, because of all these different uh, ways that people can communicate their passion for Star Wars. Yeah, it's like a more of a um, democratic, like more like an even everyone can sort of have their say in a way. Yeah, exactly. There's uh, it's a platform, and everybody can anybody who's uh, I guess shouts the loudest can be heard. <laughs> <you know? laughs> the um. The weird thing was, just while you're talking, I had this memory of treating the Force.net and Rebel Scum like Twitter in that I would be at work and I'd just hit refresh every five minutes just because it was the only place I knew where to get Star Wars news. So I'd be like, please just give me a new article to like, just please. So it was like, it was like the worst Twitter feed ever. No one was tweeting. It was only like three tweets a day. Yeah, yeah. Um, I remember those days as well, and I've heard from a lot of people here uh, at this show that that's where they started 20 years ago, and they remember uh, growing up on the website, watching the prequel coverage that we had, and uh, you know, just reminiscing about all the good times at theforce.net. It is an absolute pleasure. I've, um, I've been a huge fan and, and followed like all your work for, for decades, it seems. And uh, who's your favorite skateboarder of all time? Uh, Matt Hensley. Good call. Good call. Uh, I've been watching, because um, like Harrison, my little boy's like six months old. So that involves a lot of late nights bouncing and, and stuff. So I've been like ducking into some like YouTube with the sound off yeah. while, while I'm trying to get him to sleep. And I've been just ducking in. Like there's a lot of like late 80s 
skateboarding goal getting uploaded that I never got like of competitions and that that I never got to see that I just saw in magazines and it's oh the best there's a ton of stuff up there on YouTube now all the old videos we watched on VHS back in the late 80s and most of it's been digitized and uploaded and uh, it's amazing to compare the skateboarding 30 years ago to these guys today because you could still see the technical difficulty but it was at its earliest stages and now it's been honed over the past 20 years with this newer generation and it's just amazing what they can do on a skateboard nowadays have you ever like thought about how the like the popular like how popular skateboarding is and star wars they were sort of like in tune do you know what I mean? Like the late '80s, like skateboarding sort of died off, and, and like the late '90s, and then and then like to, as you got closer to 2000, they both got like really, really yes. big. Yes, you're right. There, it does go in waves. There's been several ups and downs in skateboarding over the past 50 years, and uh, you, you've seen it also in Star Wars. There, with just that one gap from the end of Jedi till uh, they started the prequels. Yeah, because like my like one of my grails that I just totally blew it on back when I was like a, a teenager was that skateboard company Dannyway Skateboard Company Plan B oh, yes. brought out those bootleg oh, Star those, Wars graphics yes. and it was like in 92 or something and I didn't have enough like money to buy like yes. a set of boards to put on the wall but because skateboarding was so small and Star Wars was so small at the time they're both make those boards so rare and so doubly wanted exactly but, you know there wasn't a, a whole lot of product out there for Star Wars and then at this particular time in skateboarding history it was uh, fashionable for them to just rip off graphics and create skateboard decks with any IP that they wanted and they would run it until they got a cease and desist and then they'd go on to the next thing yeah because skateboarding was so small that they like, it was, yeah it's like underground you know and, and uh, it, there was only a small subculture that was really paying attention what is your favorite we'll wrap with this because I know you've got to go do the pod what is your favorite crossover Star Wars skateboarding like item of all time oh crossover skateboarding item well uh, Santa Cruz did some boards a, a few years back they had the license and I really enjoyed they had the uh, R2D2 inlay board and that's something that's more of a, a collector's item piece of art that you'd hang on the wall than you know go shredding on you know <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah um, I, I would say that the R2 board from Santa Cruz that was pretty nice it, it, it was you know the Every little piece of wood was inlaid. It wasn't printed. It wasn't a graphic. It was it was a piece of art. Yeah, that was uh, yeah quite a, a bit of craftsmanship. Yes, and they also did a didn't they do a Boba Fett too? I believe that was inlay. I can't remember. I think they did a Vader, maybe a Boba Fett. Vader, Boba Fett. Anyway, but I remember the R two. So you're you're an R two guy as well, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I, I focus on collecting R two stuff here and there. Alrighty, well, enjoy the rest of the con. Absolutely pleasure to uh, finally meet you in person. It's been finally nice to meet you too. I've been following you for a while now. So. Cheers. All Thanks right, so much, Justin. Thanks. Alrighty, guys, it's 3.50, and as promised, Dan Grievous is back for his roving report on the uh, Jedi Fallen Order. Have I got the name of the video game right? Yes, very correct. All right, what's going on? What sort of game is this? It's actually an adventure game that looks... Kind of similar like The Force Unleashed, but with even more beautiful graphics and motion capture. More advanced. So what's, like, who are you in the game? Okay, you're, you are Cal. Uh, I forgot the second name. It's really hard to, uh, like, to spell out. But you're Cal, played by uh, Cameron Monaghan from Gotham. He's the, he was the, he's the Joker. Like, I'm really impressed with the choice of, character, uh, of actor to portray the character. 
and you are the surviving Padawan five years after Revenge of the Sith, and you're trying to survive. And like the main thing that emphasized in the trailer was trust no one. Really? And so this is for like all video game platforms sort of thing? This is what I, um, I heard it is for the Xbox One and PlayStation 4, but I'm not sure if they mentioned PC. But I hope it is because that's the console I use. The- nice. So, and like, it's a story mode thing. You, you like, you're, it's like a sort of a traditional video game where you go through on a mission. Sort of like, I'm, is it sort of like, um, Shadows of the Empire or something like that. Actually, it's much more closer to that. They emphasize that they are focusing on the story. They have Matt Mishnovitz from the Clone Wars writing the story with a lot of other people. And that gives me even more hope because he did an amazing job on the Clone Wars. Okay, so as as a game player, what's your hype level after seeing the panel? Uh, I'm really hyped because especially one part was them cutting up and getting parts from a derelict uh, Venator-class Star Destroyer from the Clone Wars. That l- made me lose my mind. All right, well, um, maybe we should just spend the rest of the day trying to find your mind. Yes, uh, it's somewhere here, maybe, I don't know, maybe around the food court, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> Either way, let's go to the food court. All right, thank, good report, Dan, appreciate it. Thank you, and may the force be with you. Oh, it is, buddy, it is. Hey you guys, thanks so much for listening to our Saturday coverage of Star Wars Celebration. Now, as you know, our live show was that Saturday night, and it is a ripper. And you can catch the video as it premieres live on YouTube on Saturday, May the 4th at 7pm Pacific Time, 10pm Eastern. The show is in two sections. There is the general live show with a ton of hilarious stories. We had Claire Stribling, we had Anthony Bresnikan, Chris Taylor, Horst Burkhart, so many people on the panel. It was the best of time. So that's the first part, and that is going to be on YouTube at 7 p.m., 10 p.m. Eastern for everyone. Now, if you are a Patreon, Directly following that premiere, which we'll have the live chat for on, so you, everyone will be able to chat together. I'll be there, and a bunch of the guests from the show will also be online to chat along, but directly after that for patrons only. So this is this is an excellent month to sign up for the Patreon, partly because there's so much bonus content, but then there's this, our the video of the erotic fan fiction library is one of the funniest things that we've done strictly adults only if you're around sensitive ears do not tune in to this but um, it is amazing so that's going to be next Saturday we'll have all the details on uh, social media and the website all that good stuff Uh, in other news we have got by the time you listen to this a reorder of our Chicago Sports Reference t-shirt other people have called it the Jump Mall or whatever you want to call it but is a sweet mashup and uh, that sold out at Celebration and we've got reorders going out for that now if you want to pre-order that um, we've got the t-shirt we've got the long sleeve we've got the hoodie then we've got the spray jacket 
the tracksuit pants, the basketball short, and the basketball jersey. So uh, a, a, a nice spread of items, and uh, it got such good feedback. I know me just wearing it around Chicago, I got tons of comments. So uh, support the podcast, get a sweet t-shirt, and uh, all will be good. If you're enjoying the shows, and we're a little bit behind, admittedly, I'm getting these blog pods out, but I have a near seven-month-year-old child, and also moved last week. So directly after celebration, we moved house. And uh, yeah, that was something. But we're, we're getting set up. Uh, we're almost done. And uh, the new work area is uh, currently being worked on. But um, yeah, so we're a bit slow on getting everything out. Paul Jones from the Geek Dudes podcast and Hey Hates podcast has done a ripper job getting all these ready. So uh, thank you so much, Paul. And uh, thanks to all the patrons for supporting the show. And I hope you're enjoying all the bonus content. We have got an After Dark going up uh, directly after this, which is the aftermath of the live show. I'm I'm, I'm actually worried to listen back to that. And uh, another fun thing we did, which goes for about a half an hour, is a blog pod of me and Rashad going to see the Avengers. So uh, a little bit of preamble beforehand, which is um, quite funny, me stressing out Rashad. And uh, then as we walk home, we talk about what we liked about the movie and a bit of Star Wars stuff. And uh, I don't know, Rashad's got some name for this show. I, I, you know, I surprised him with the show and he... Was it Sate or something? I don't know. He gave it some hip-hop-y set. I, I, I don't know what's going on. I don't, I, I don't get the joke, but... Um, other people think it's hilarious, so I'm going with it. Whatever it's called, it's a funny name. It's Rashad's show. So uh, check that out on the Patreon feed. Uh, we're doing good things. Thank you guys so much, and may that force be with you. Flexibility is great. That's why there's yoga. Flexibility for your insurance coverage is great too. That's why there's United Healthcare Insurance Plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, United Healthcare Insurance Plans offer flexible, budget friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. One of these plans may be right for you if you're, say, between jobs, coming off your parents' plan, turning a side hustle into a full hustle, or even missed open enrollment. Want more flexibility? Find out more about United Healthcare Insurance Plans at uh1.com.